Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast. It is Jump the Sharp. After a week hiatus, it feels like a long, long time. It was just one week, we promise. Hope you missed this voice, but I'll tell you what voice I missed even more. It's the Woodman. That's Dave Woody. What's up, brother? More than your own, huh? Yeah, because I hear mine enough. <laughs> so Hollywood Hagen here just, you know, just saying thank no. you guys so much for yes. stepping back in the mud with us as we get to another year of non-football bets. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, man. In podcast world, this I guess would be considered a episode one of season three of Look this at program. You go. How about you know? that? I think the uh, the the season finale of uh, or yeah, ser- season finale of, of season two was, was not too shabby. It was darn good. I, I I did I made out pretty good. I'll tell you uh, what, season two itself, yeah, fucking bang cheese mo homes. I'm on fire with my futures too, dude. The Otani and then the Rams. Like, look at you. So let's see where we can go from that. Those because those are like my number one futures. Absolutely. You know? So you made some um, dough on just those. I Think was wrong about. Um, I was wrong about who would win. Um, which team would win in, in baseball? And I was. Uh, and I was wrong about. Uh, I guess whoever the hell I put for the MVP of the NFL, but. Uh, uh, you know, you only need to get the futures bets are so sweet. You only need to get one in each sport. Yeah, no, if you're only doing a few and you man. get one, that's great. You know what I mean? Of course, of course, yeah, dude. Calling an MVP before a season, what's more impressive, calling an MVP or calling a a, a, a champion? MVP is definitely. It's got to be. Dude. Yeah, it's harder. Yeah, a lot it's more to pick in, from. Injury, you know, one guy gets hurt and that team can still win it all. That's he, he gets hurt, he ain't winning the MVP. You know. Oh. Well, welcome back. Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for all the support. Uh, we did some, um, you know, we had a lot of new listeners throughout the playoffs and everything. So if, if you guys are back for, for this, uh, for this round, if you will, the, 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 the late night shift is what we'll call it because <laughs> this whole streak from now until for me until the draft, but from now until August, when the pigskin gets back in order, uh, it's it, for some sports betters, it's, it's a rough go uh, because football really drives them. But we're here to to walk you through it here. We're going to get back into the muck and grinding of the rubber. Yeah. And, the round ball. And just remember, uh, some of you I know are going to remember how much fun it was last year to do some of these other sports, especially golf. golf. We got a lot of good feedback about that. Not just that Andy Lack was a great guest, although he absolutely was. Spoiler and- alert coming back yeah very soon he's an awesome he's just great at what he does but uh, but people also just several people told us like i just never thought i would enjoy betting it's such a fun sport to bet on you know so fun and there are others too i mean we got some people who really got into baseball with me um there's some people who've got real heavy with you on the college hoops mm-hmm. so i mean there's some good stuff coming up guys it's not just a slog yeah, the first two rounds of March Madness last year were money makers. Uh, that was fun. Fun. Super fun. Um, but uh, yeah, you mentioned them. We didn't really even talk about a pre-show, but yeah, it's official. Andy Lack will be back on the show and soon. Uh, I think I want to reach out to you guys. If you guys have any que- like it's a golf guy. Like, and if you if you heard him before on the show, you're in for it. If you have yet to hear him, he goes at ADP Lack Sports on Twitter, also host of the Inside Golf Podcast. Make sure you listen to that. If you're interested at all about 
the betting side of golf. It's must listen. The dude's entertaining as hell. And uh, we're going to have him on again. And it's kind of just hitting me as we go. If anybody has anything you want us to ask him, we will do it. So you got to let us know. Yeah. At jump the sharp on Twitter. Go ahead and let us know. You say, yo, uh, shoot a DM, what have you, and say, we want to know what Andy Lack thinks about this. Or, you know, it, a lot of people betting golf is like crazy. The thought of it, like you were mentioning, it's fun. It can be intimidating. I get it. There's so many people in a field uh, to pick from, but there's different ways to make it. If you follow that cat uh, on Twitter, you can go ahead and see what he's done so far this golf season. And he's already knocking it out of the park. And we're not even in fucking March. You know, it's not a leaf on a tree around me. So, uh, we got a long ways to go, and you can make money with him as well. But uh, we'll be looking forward to doing it. But, you know, we're talking about gambling, right? Yeah. But before we like to gamble, we like the wet, the whistle. <laughs> it's America's favorite segment. That is, what back are again, we baby. drinking back again? Look, I must admit I've had a drink since our last podcast. But nevertheless, I'm also having one now. But the Woodman, what's going down your gullet as we speak? Um, I, this is like an old standby, dude. Like this is a beer that I I had this. This is probably the first beer that I ever had. Uh, that's like a really high quality beer mm-hmm. in my life. Like I was like you know whatever nineteen, and I had one of these things, and I had never had a beer that tasted so damn good. Wow! And it's really old. Let's see, they've been around. I don't know. So you haven't opened this particular bottle since you were 19, huh? <laughs> These guys have been around a long time. It's Belgian. It's Duvel. You ever had a Duvel? I've, no, I've, no, I don't think so. I've seen it. It's, it's these, awesome. Are these the... Uh, no. I'm yeah, established 1870. I'm thinking of Chimay. That's a, okay. So that's a little different. Um, it's it's um, it's stronger, Chimay. Okay. Real strong. And it's um, it's kind of... It's very, very heavy. It's meant to yeah. be. Right, it's, it's a it's a big meaty kind of thing, mm. and it's made literally by monks, Trappist monks, and they're the only ones who know. The they're the only ones who know like the 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 recipe, like how exactly to do it. So every bottle of Chimay you've ever had was literally. I don't think I've actually ever even had them. I just remember seeing them. You know, I don't drink monk piss. Okay, well, it's not, not my style. It's not piss. Anyway, well, don't you drink piss on the show? Let's be honest. Was the there dude, not piss going down your gullet like a couple weeks ago? I don't recall that. The, Were they by like squirrels or something? I don't. Uh, oh, that was. Oh, oh, oh that's from, right. I forgot. No, I drank squirrel piss. It wasn't from their. I mean, I like it more on piss excellence. It was from the beavers, and it was that weird mm. gland they have. It was not from right, their in their urinary tract. What's near it? Um, gotcha. I think Duvel it's is a is a strong, uh, you know, it's a strong kind of blonde Belgian strong blonde. You would think that the the cons, the owners of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, would go ahead and get a sponsorship from the Duvel people. It's close enough, right? You're not getting what I'm putting down are you i was hoping you'd be able to hear that but i don't think you could anyway um shockingly enough i might have spoken over when i shouldn't have like putting it wow did like a you did like a half pour and then started going right down the hatch yeah. i do see oh it's kind of like a, yeah i mean it's like it's the got, uh commercial pour right there. yes 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 and it's just got a beautiful clean finish it's a really tasty beer um highly recommend uh duvel if you want a kind of belgian style ale that's not so heavy actually has like a nice clean lighter right flavor and feel to it um 
it isn't light. It's 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 a strong beer. I don't know what higher ABV. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? This is great radio. A great great radio, especially as you leave your 8. microphone. 8.5. Whoa! So, I was not yeah. expecting that. No, you. it doesn't look like it either, but it is, and it's awesome. Oh, and they, good! And they've been making you. it the exact same way there in Belgium since, you know, back before the Germans marched all over. Right, so. and look out. Putin's on his way, too, so yeah. make him while you got him. Yeah, man, that's right. Kick, kick back with a beer, because uh, Lord knows what the hell happens tomorrow. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Uh, well, you know... It, uh, I'm going with an old favorite of mine. As a matter of fact, my favorite beer of all time. I don't even know if I've had it on a show. I probably have. Because this is a week. Folks, I, I know you come here for the action. We're going to go ahead and give you some mad action out of the gate next week. We're still not there. But God forbid we go ahead and put our names to picks that we're just shooting at fucking clay plates in the sky. Like, it, it's we, we haven't still had the time we take we've taken a break mentally and yeah you know physically uh, it's true it's <laughs> drinking wise no it's absolutely true and i will give i'll give them a little peek behind the curtain for me it personally uh, you can speak for yourself because sure. I, I don't actually know but for me personally i have been watching some hockey and trying to get in the zone and i think that's what you should expect to get from me for the next can't wait however many weeks at least some sprinkled in with maybe golf and other stuff, but you're going to get some hockey for me. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the feel for the league a little bit, but you guys, I, I need one more week and I don't want to throw picks at y'all that I don't feel confident in. I'm not going to yeah. do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm more just like last year, you know, it's, it's funny how things happen, but my feet are more wet with the NBA side of things, but yes. uh, still not at the point where I'm going to, I haven't personally put on, on, on a bet on either of those leagues, right? since the Super Bowl's ended or, you know, since I probably, I can't even tell you last time. Oh, wait, psych. I was at the Flyers game a couple nights ago with Muscles Marinara and we did fucking put a couple bets. Not only did we put a couple bets, but we put in Braden Shen as the first scorer. Boom, shakalaka, plus 1,300. Let's nice, go. dude. That'll make a night. That's uh, that awesome. Fun. But, uh, but nevertheless, uh, in general, we, uh, you know, you got to take a break. And, and this is our approach to the gambling mindset look we've had some success here and by some i mean a shit ton and i kind of thought that one week here when it's a little bit you know the gears aren't turning as quick uh let's just i want to kind of just pass on some knowledge and some of this shit will be like no no yeah i get it hollywood like that's a no-brainer but it's sports betting 101 i'm gonna give 10 tips to the approach of sports gambling, to uh, how to be successful, really. It's not, it isn't guaranteed. If you follow all these, you'll be successful. It's not really like that. It's it's just a a mindset thing. Like, where have I been in the last year and a half since we started this show that I've been making so much fucking money? And uh, this is yeah. the 10 things that came to my mind. Uh, and I just want to pass it along. So we're going to do a little bit of a classroom sesh today, Woodman. But before we do, because I... Oh, I never even off. mentioned, by the way. We're sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm drinking High Life. A little oh. bit of the bubbly. Because it's my fucking favorite beer of all time. And I just want to... Like, I'm just in the mood to just drink a fucking champagne of brewski twos. Yep. Old school. And just put them down the hatch. Just let them flow. I'm just, you know, I'm about here spit some some schoolroom knowledge here. All right, give us, give us, um, yeah, schoolroom, classroom. Class, school, yeah, I never, never once ever in my life. Schoolhouse. Schoolroom. Mm -hmm. Struggling. 
Well, give us what's number one and and why is it number one? Look at you. I know you're the professor here. Don't be bossing me around. This is my goddamn podium. All right. No. But okay. So um, sports betting one on one tip number one, if you will, is log on every single day. Log on whether you're FanDuel. See, now this is probably more apropos of. Obviously, to the those who are living in states that you can do such a thing. I know our friends over at Women Can't Parlay. I believe Texas still hasn't approved shit. Uh, you know, and my God, what the Is hell? That true? I believe. I it's believe because I, I heard them talking about it. But um, that's bullshit. But nevertheless, to those who have the ability, just log on every day because there are time sensitive promos that you can take advantage of. I'm not talking about odds boosts. I get some people. Uh, you know, with the odds, which is like, fuck it. Every time I don't take it, it hits. But every time I take like, I get that. But FanDuel especially has every Thursday has NBA on TNT, the free same game uh, parlay. So if you're as much of a gambler as we are, a $10 free parlay, if you don't hit it, you get your 10 back. You're going to, then you have a week to, to use that bonus. You're going to use it. It's free 10 bucks. Swing for the fences. Have some fun. Like, just log on every day. You never know. Sometimes DraftKings will have, like, a 100% match on a bet mm-hmm. just randomly. Uh, but you have to use it before the night's end and shit like that. Just just be active. That's the first tip. What do you think? Like, are you do you go on every day? Do you check every day? No, I don't. Um, and th- that strikes me as good advice. I think every time I do go on, I realize I... I'm glad I did because I would have missed out on this free thing that they're offering over here. Or I'll see a, um, I'll see a, um, an odds boost that I really like. I tend to do very well on those because I'm really picky. I usually don't take. Yeah, them. you do have to. You can you can really make most out on them, them are, if you can. Most see of them are horrible for sure. When they're good, it's so sweet. Like it gives you much better odds. Uh, yeah, for instance, there was one where it was. Uh, Crosby to score his 500th goal and it was against the Flyers and a couple nights before they had it boosted uh, and he didn't get it and I posted on our Twitter account that if there's going to be a team that he's going to score his 500th goal against it's going to be the Flyers and they boosted it to plus 200 and I fucking maxed that shit and our boy uh, on Twitter who's been awesome uh, shooting a shit with us on there I believe it's uh, at Philly sports bets but uh that cat was like, fuck it. They're not getting any more of my money with their dump boost. Like, I'm not biting on this one. And I was like, mm, I'm just putting it out there because I think this one's going to rock. And lo and behold, boom, shakes, lakes. Uh, there it was. Yeah, um, I would recommend being being picky with the boosts, but mm-hmm. looking at them. Totally. Because when they're, when, they're gr- when they're good, when it's a bet you would have taken anyway, it's so sweet to have the boost. Um, so, yeah, just just I think it's great advice, and, and maybe I should uh, make sure I, I log in a little bit more often. Yeah, too. just to see. And then never uh, tip number two is to take advantage of the bet get promos. So not, this is more of a DraftKings thing. I don't know uh, if you guys saw it, but a, a few weeks ago there was a bet this and you'll get this uh, promo that had to do with NBA same game parlays and they were giving you money back based on how many same game parlays you made now you're like okay well that obviously they're going to give you less than what you bet so if you lose them all no they if you if you did a certain amount it was like I don't know if you bet 25 same game parlays that week you got back 
No, I'm sorry. It was if you bet seven, I think you mm. got back like a hundred bucks or something. You just had to see through it. Also, with this, read the fine print because mm-hmm. on FanDuel, almost all of theirs is it has to be plus four hundred odds for you to make that, and that's fine because they're giving you back your ten. Yeah. The thing about DraftKings, this one, there were it didn't matter what the odds were. You had to make oh, that's what it was. You had to make seven same game parlay bets of $10 or more. That was it. It didn't matter if they were going like minus 1280. It didn't matter as long as you made seven and you got back a hundred bucks or whatever. Really? Yeah. So it was crazy. I mean, I mean, that that's another reason why to log on every day. Basically what happened was I made ridiculous, ridiculously easy same game parlays. I hit like five of them because they were like minus 400 or whatever and sure it's a ten dollar bet and i was only making back six bucks on the win but in the long run not only did i get that money back and basically paid for all those bets anyway then i got a hundred dollar free bet right it's awesome i mean it was it was cake so uh make sure you take advantage of the bet get promos definitely on DraftKings. i have i don't think i've seen them on fanduel yet but um uh tip number three don't waste Free bets, obviously, pay attention to when they expire. But probably even more of the tip is use them wisely. If you have a free bet that you've garnered, a free, you get a free $10 bet, okay? It's free. It's a $10 bet. You earned it by betting something else. Like, just use it wisely, i.e., this is what jumps out to me, a futures bet. Yes. Do you remember when I told you last NBA that, uh, you know, even even with the fucking fo- football, especially this year, actually, both of them. But I had eight teams that if one of them would win, I was going to win over $300. Like, it, a free bet is something that you're not going to feel. You're not going to remember. Like, say say it's like you get a $10 free bet if you bet $10 in this game. You lose that 10 bucks, you get that 10 free, you know, free bet back. I get it. It's kind of like breaking even. But just use that free bet for a future. I'm telling you, it'll give you something to root for in the long run. But also the odds on futures are amazing. Like, I'm not kidding. Use If you have a $10 free bet right now, fucking use it for MLB right now. Yeah. Pick an MVP guy right now. Yeah. Or, or, or you know, or, or even, you know, NHL and NBA are so far off that you get good odds. But they're so far into their season, the odds are swayed one way or the other. But right now, like, fucking put it on the Angels. Why not? If it, it's just a smart way to go about it because they're a free bet. Just use it. Maximize your, your possible W. It's very smart. Absolutely. Another thing, look, to to get a lot of money, everybody likes to go the parlay route. We get it. We do, too. We have some fun with parlays. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've hit some Hail Mary parlays, but I think the cream of the crop has come from just our straight picks over the course of a year and a half. But when you do build a parlay, another tip is number four here is drop off one leg of that parlay. Because sometimes you'll just make that little extra pick to jump it from a fucking plus 700 to a plus 2250. Right. And that little pick right there, gonna fuck you most likely, you know? But every now and again, even a, a, a minus 250 play whether it be a touchdown score or this guy to, you know, have a, a hit in the game. Yeah. It seems like it's cake and it might help you in the long run. But listen, 
just when you do your crazy parlays, just drop a leg off. You're better off. We have found like our Hail Marys. We found we, we did better when it was fewer legs with one real long shot leg in there rather than lots and lots of legs and no long, no super long shot. Totally. Those don't hit those. Don't and hit. even like mediocre long shot, five leggers, like no, no. no, five legs is too many, frankly, you know, but we we're living like, hey, sometimes we like to say, Hey, fuck it. This is what I'm doing. I mean, you saw the super, super bowl ones we were doing. It's crazy, but They're fun, but certainly, but if you want to have better chance, maybe drop one of them legs, drop one of them legs. Uh, tip number five, realize when the money line makes more sense. Mm. This one, this one, I can't stress enough. You know, we like to give guys, everybody on that listens to this. We like to try and give you your best payout. Of course you want the minus minus one ten, the regular juice, or even, Oh, minus one Oh five. Giddy up. If there's a team that's like minus three and a half football, whatever, and they're minus one ten at normal juice. But you can get them on a minus one sixty five money line. Fucking go for it, okay? I'm just saying. It's just not only that. Especially this is like an asterisk for especially if you're a low unit better. Think about it. Think about a, a line at, at minus one ten versus minus one fifty. Let's say for money line, and you're a ten dollar better. What's the point? Just you're obviously in it to have action. You're betting to be in the game and have some kind of feel for it. So why not give yourself that? Because what's $4 or whatever the the difference would be? Why not just root for the winner and just make you feel better in the long run? And honestly, it works if you're a high unit better too. But um, I would say you, I I mean, speaking from experience, you got to make more money betting the money line because look how many, especially the playoffs in the NFL this year. Holy shit. That That would explain this tip more than anything very few favorites not only that but how many minus three and a half teams one by three yeah it happens so many times including the super bowl itself it's just it's just an especially if i I gotta stress stress out again if you are a low unit better you're you you just want action well if you remember from last year with both hockey and then baseball Mm mm-hmm I that was all I did because they're always minus one and a half. And it's like it never we did the math on it. I tried. It was trial and error. I read a couple articles about it. I looked at what other professional betters do and basically uh, basically like universally acknowledged. Everyone agrees, including me and you from just trying it. Uh, It makes no sense to take anything other than just the money line. Don't take Run line, yeah, in the Run line or, or the yeah. or the puck line or whatever it's called. Like, just take the money line. Totally, totally. Now, if you're going to be taking the money lines, tip number six: make a money line parlay of super favorites and don't be scared of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This ha- this is college football and college basketball are asking for you to make money. It happens. I've made a good chunk on this, but. Yes, you have. Keep it reasonable, ladies and gentlemen. That's the thing. What I'm saying is, yes, the minus 1200s, the minus 1800s, the minus 2200s. Yes, bunch them up. Even if you have a 16 college basketball parlay at minus 106, that might seem like junk. You need six. Wait a minute. You tell me I need six teams to win and I'm not even going to make one to one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because they're going to all fucking They're all win. heavy favorites, and none of them has to cover. None of them they has to cover. They just have to win the game. Yeah, they're minus 12 and a half. They don't have to win by 13. It doesn't matter. Just get a W. And and look, this will get squandered, especially in college football. There's times in which you'd be like, ah, shit, Michigan, you fucking assholes. Yeah. You did it again. But yeah. Yeah. for the mo- if, if you keep it reasonable, because there's a way to go ahead and take 18, you know, minus 1,000 or above for a plus 600. And there's a reason why now that's plus 600. You know, just keep it reasonable. Yeah, there's a reason why. Exactly. I like to hover my super favorite parlays right around that even money mark. Because I know if it, one way or the other, it's not going to be worth it. If it's yeah. minus 200 and I got an 18-er, you know, it's not really that worth it. But if it's a fucking, if it's plus 450 and, and I got an 11-teamer, then I'm like, oh, something's not, it one just doesn't them, feel right. One of them's not going to hit, yeah. You know, so inevitably that does happen. But have fun with some super favorite parlays. Make them right around one to one odds. That's the cream of the crop. And I think you'll hit those more than often. I know I sure have. Um, You also have to realize the sports you can do that on. Nothing professional. It's college football and college basketball. That's where that's at. You can maybe do some in the NBA here or there, but. You know, that's rough. And maybe maybe baseball. No, fuck that. No, baseball is like uh, the hardest for that, actually, uh, now that I, I think I about it. I was going to say, I don't think you should do that in baseball. Because you'll never see a minus. That's the thing. What sports have the minus thousands? It's college football and college basketball. For money so, lines? Yeah. Yep. Those are the ones. Number seven, keep it real. Mentally. Keep it real in the mental state. You got to look at things. I, the, the natural way to go about sports betting is an uber excitement to a negative like that's how people go they get excited about something and as soon as the goal scored or as soon as the touchdown scored they go right to the negative holy fuck i made the wrong move just keep it real up top let yourself breathe let the let let the game play out but the number one reason for this is you need to get away from realizing how much money you would have won when you lose yes you need to realize how much money you lost that's fine and i'm i know that's still a negative but it's not as big of a negative when you go fuck i could have won 150 dollars right there no dude you put a 20 dollar bet down you lost 20 bucks that's how you look at it yes yes that's that's very smart it helps it it helps you know manage it also helps your expectations going forward, you know? And I'll say that it's human nature. It's human nature For to sure. look at what you would have, what would have happened, what could have or would have happened, and to cry over that spilled milk. It is human nature. We are so quick to think about everything in hypotheticals. Totally. And it's like, and it's like yeah, and that's fine. That's just who we are. We're all kind of programmed that way. But the but just remind yourself that there's only one real world, and in this world, you are only out the twenty dollars that you bet, not the one fifty that you quote unquote should have or would have right, or could right. have had. Right? That was that's that's that one fifty exists in a hypothetical world. The twenty that you're actually out exists in the real world. Totally. Well said. 
See, that's the thing. That, look, I've been there. I've done it all the time. Uh, absolutely. Fuck that parlay. I mean, one one leg of the parlay could have. Yeah, it cost me three hundred fifty bucks. Like we've all, all done. It. We've all we've all done it with frankly much larger numbers. I mean, we've totally. all had some giant mega parlay, and we would have won a thousand bucks and right. one one on a ten dollar bet on like a ten dollar bet, and one leg doesn't hit. We've all, we've right. all that's happened to. And you say that just cost me a thousand dollars. No, then it cost, it cost you ten bucks, and you got to remind yourself because you're going to absolutely. Think, and and it's not easy, but you just keep reminding yourself. Yeah, and I, I that just reminded me of something because I had one happen this year where I didn't take a cash out, and it literally cost me five hundred dollars because I wanted to make seven hundred total, and I just should have taken the cash out. But uh, at even at that time. And shout out to Muscles Marinara because he was here. It was, it was Halloween night. It was a Cowboys-Vikings game, I believe. Um, and he was like, well, what, what was the bet? And I was like, oh, it was, a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a Sunday night game. So it was the last game of the parlay. I was like, oh, it was like a $30 parlay. It's like, all right, so you lost $30. And I'm like, you're absolutely fucking right. Yeah, I didn't lose $500. I could have cashed out of 500 I should sure. have. I get it. Sure. But I'm a gambler at heart, and I wanted that extra 200 bucks for fucking absurd reasons, I guess. But... It was that one where the Cowboys had like their third stringer, you know. It's where you have to remind yourself of of, of something you already know, you know. It's like as a, uh, if I, if you ever listened to my favorite like commencement speech, you know, like graduation speech yeah, sure. that I've ever heard was David Foster Wallace. Do you know him? He, he wrote. I don't. Uh, he was like a, a really good author. He wrote Infinite Jest and some other stuff. He did this speech called "This Is Water." You could, you should, um, you or anybody who's not familiar with it, just just go to YouTube. You can listen to his, him do it. It's it's like a few minutes long. It's like you know, it's a commandment speech. Um, this is water. It's like the best thing ever. But basically, the gist of it is like, now I would say this is water. <laughs> yes, yes, you would. Um, as would my neighbors here, but. Uh, <laughs> But, You're from here too. What's the matter with you? Well, I don't know. I didn't grow up saying it like that. But now yeah. I kind of do. If I if I don't watch myself, I could say it. But anyway, why um, are you doing the reverse? Just go, just just go look that up on YouTube. By the way, if you guys are uh, wanting to kill five minutes, pretty freaking great. Um, but it's about rem- reminding yourself of stuff you already know. It's really good. Totally, totally. And um, now something that I know. Tip number eight, and we've talked about it ad nauseum on the show. Is reading the emotion of the teens, the ebbs and flows of the natural emotion of human beings. Because that's what the fuck they are, ladies and gentlemen. After all, I know, larger than life characters. Anything you see on TV isn't real life. That's what we look at a lot. I just went to the Flyers game. I'm sitting there in the arena. You know, of course, they suck this year. It's like half full and all. And I'm just, when, you, when you're there live, it's like, wait, this is like, this is what I see on TV. This is what I bet on. You know, it's just some guys out there playing fucking hockey. These are real people, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but you want to focus on, you know, I missed out on a couple bucks, and I told you about this right after the, uh, right before and all the James Harden deal. Because as we touched on earlier, we kind of got out of the betting on everything every week after the Super Bowl. We just took a breath. But I kind of missed out on some money not paying attention because with the trade room, like, you got to look, is this star player possibly going to be traded like that that bears down on them they have to pick up their whole life especially they have a wife and kids and family and all that like imagine taking that baggage especially if you've been in this one place for a long time i mean you gotta think about it this is crazy no you gotta think about it like they have kids in in school with friends and stuff like that that'll bear down terribly on a parent 
if they think that if I get traded, I have to take a kid to a new state and take them away from their friends and family, and it will just destroy them mentally, and that could have an effect on their performance and therefore jump on that shit. And I know it's kind of crazy to think in that elongated of a way, but you have to look into stuff. Hey, is the coach under fire? You know what I mean? Is is, is the coach uh, is he is he on 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 the irons? Well, if he is, then they're bet against him probably for a little bit. Now, one thing came to mind. I'm making an official pick. This, you know what? Fuck it. This podcast is not getting done without an official pick. My first official non-football pick, 2022, because I was just watching the game right before we we're going live. It was the Capitals and the Rangers, and the Rangers were fucking killing them. Destroying them. They're four nothing when we started this podcast. They end up winning four one. Ovi scored a goal at the end. So be it. But the, the Capitals still play like garbage, and they look bad, and they got embarrassed. Yeah, the Capitals are a good team. I don't even know who they play next. I have no idea. I don't know if it's tomorrow night. I don't know if it's in Washington or fucking in Seattle. I don't know. Capitals, whatever the next game is, Washington fucking Capitals are going to get a W. Mm. Okay. See how his mind works, folks? Like, he just files this information away. He gets a sense of how the human beings on the field are feeling. And that is, like, one of the main inputs to the algorithm that comes out with a pick. And you take it with you, man. You take it with you. If you're not feeling well, if you're pissed off about something, you take it to work, you take it to the gym, you take it to wherever. You take it. These are people. Look at it like that sometimes. I mean, not all the time. A lot of professionals, sports athletes, know how to, you know, shun that shit off. But not if it's like like a guy like Claude Giroux on the Flyers right now where he's played his whole career here. He's got a family here. Now it's, it's his time is up most likely, and they're trying to figure out which team and all that. And he's playing like garbage. Yeah. And so are the Flyers, but, you know, that's one of the reasons why he's going to leave or most likely be traded. But you just have to think about shit like that, even if it's a – Oh, no, you know, perennial all-star. It'll get to them, especially when it's their first time around. But that Ben Simmons and Seth Curry shit, like, uh, you know, when he, when they got traded to, to Brooklyn and all that, like, there was money to be had. The Sixers, there was money to be had. They got blown out by, like, 40 the day after that trade was made because they were finally like, oh, it's over. And they just weren't there mentally. They were just getting – it was kind of like just getting something off your back. They weren't prepared. I got destroyed. That was free money. I just didn't think about it. I didn't look at it. I didn't have time to analyze it, nor did I guess, you know, give, I didn't give myself the time, I should say. But there's just ways to look at things. Um, there's also another way to look at things to make some money, to make more than you should, is tip number nine. When it's obvious, this is, you know, this is when it's obvious, bet the, and we talked about this for the Super Bowl, bet the MVP, not the team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I told you how much more money I made betting Giannis last year. When it was Suns Bucks finals, you could pick the MVP. It was Bucks were like minus 160 or minus 140 for the series. Giannis was like plus 110 to win MVP. Smart. smart. Why would I bet minus one fucking 60 on the Bucks when I can make more than even money with Giannis as the MVP? Because he's going to win the MVP if they win a championship. And I maintain that our advice was generally good. We basically both said, like, might as well put a little bit of a bet on Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Will MVP. Absolutely. And, and I think, I, I maintain we were right, because if they had won that game, and it was a darn close game, he would have been the MVP. He would have won the MVP. Yeah. 
And it was like, they would have been like, Oh, he got sacked so many times and look at him staying in the pocket, but plus 400 or so. It was a nice payout in the way they would have won. That would have made him MVP no matter what, because it would have been a comeback win. And you give that to the QB. That's right. But yes. So, and this is when it's applicable. Yeah. You know, you can't always No, you're of an MLB, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. That's tough. You know that's what I mean? Really tough. You, you really have to focus in on superstarish. It's basically football and basketball. Yeah. That, that. I mean, yeah, even hockey. You could argue hockey, the goalies, but yeah, but still, it would be tough. Some defenseman scores uh, four points in a game, and there you go. That's but, right. Uh, but yeah, so the very last one, and you could speak to this as well, because you probably do it better than me. You are the professor, after all. And it's the one I'm going to get out of here with. Tip number 10. And it's, look, we're always trying to make money. And you got to guarantee money. That's what it is. Tip number 10 is master the hedge. Mm. Master the hedge to where it makes sense for you in the long run. If you have a futures bet, like I mentioned, put one of these free bets on a futures bet. And then that leaves you wide open. Because if that team makes it to even the conference finals, and that futures bet meant that you were going to make a terrific amount of money, then you could spread that to three other teams and yes. guarantee. Or you could wait and see if they make it to the end. But, like, just got to master the hedge, and it's never too early to think about your hedge options. Yes, and this is one of the things that becomes difficult for you and I. Because we do this show, uh, we place a lot of bets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we at a given time have a ton of bets out there. For sure, not right now, sure. not right now, actually. No, but but like nor but basically, for, for, we're going to start now putting them in for for this year, and we won't be back down to like you know zero in there until after next year's Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And so, um, we place a ton of bets. It's hard to keep them all in your mind. Obviously, you can look at them on the thing, and it and it tells you. But but Brian's right. You know, maybe just you're gonna have to kind of have keep in mind, especially your futures bets, your things that are from the beginning of a season that are for based based on the outcome of a season. And as you go through, you'll have chances to hedge them. And or cash out. We don't recommend a lot of cash outs. We do usually don't cash out. Neither of us. I'm quicker to do it than Brian is, but even I rarely actually do it. I'll I'll look at it a lot and then not really do it. You know. Yeah, you discussed some Otani cash outs during the year, and you ended oh, yeah. up sticking your guns. Yep. Yeah, I thought about it. You know, and it's like I wouldn't have thought anyway about that. You know, if you want the cash out, guarantee some profit. Go for it. Well, especially as it got toward the end, it was it was a nice pro. It was a really nice yeah, profit, and it would have been you know, a hedge against him getting hurt basically. Cause he kind of had it locked up right at some point in the season, but not if he gets hurt. Right. Um, and, and of course I'm glad I didn't do it and, and we usually aren't going to do it, but that's another th- way to hedge too, is just take the cat. But I, I, Brian loves to do a hedge bet that is specifically because I already have this one in and this one, that's in is already is almost always a futures bet and usually one that brand got free. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times when I make my spreadsheets or whatever, and I'm, or, or, or notes on my phone about anything that I have active for a playoff run, uh, you know, normally by uh, when a major sports getting into the playoffs, I, at least I'm not saying I got every team covered, not all the time. I mean, this football season, I had almost all of them covered and they're all from free bets. And I'm talking like, 
by the time it got to the divisional round, it was like, if any one of these teams wins, I at least get 350. You know, it's fun. But it's it just makes sense, man. It's just just use your head. That's all. But um, that's basically it. I hope I hope you guys enjoyed that little rundown. It's nothing that's gonna fucking blow someone's mind out of the water. It's just ten things I've learned a- along the way that I just want to pass along. This is shit I approach how how I've been successful for the last year and a half. Right. Or you could phrase it another way, like it's just shit that you wish you had known when you were twenty one. Absolutely. Right. Well, uh, you know, the the thing is, a lot of these are because we have shit regulated now. I can dr- I can log on to FanDuel. I can log on to DraftKings. You know, we didn't have that. We didn't have props every game. This is an amazing betting world we live in. It's just going to get better. And for it's those awesome. who don't have betting in their state, you will. It's it's it common to say to be patient because I I wasn't patient even for PA. I couldn't wait. Um, but it is coming. It'll get there. It'll be. Probably within the next two three years, it'll be fifty states. Yes, and that, and it's awesome, and it's and it's only going to get better too with time. Big time. So, yo, dude, I just looked up who the Capitals play the next game. Who is it? Who do you think? Is like, it the, I, is it the Flyers? I, yeah, I didn't give like it's the fucking Flyers. Like, so I'm trying to go out on a limb and just be like, I don't care who they play. I got balls of steel. They're going to be probably like minus 230. I was going to say, what is it? Like minus 200? Oh, they won't put a line out to Friday, but yeah. I don't. Well, as you guys hear it. But nevertheless, that's the first pick. Hey, no, it, honestly, it's my first official pick. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to lay out. I'm going to make it a full unit W. I'll, t- I'll tell you, buddy. going to have some fun. All right. Well, I mean, look, it's kind of just like a, a shoot the shit, like we mentioned a little bit in the classroom, not the schoolroom. But we hope uh, we hope you guys hung around and enjoyed the show. Uh, we are we're looking forward to getting back into the picks next week's picks. OK, we're coming at you with picks. Expect the normal format. We're going to have some fun. But honestly, we just weren't ready to fire in that way this week. And we didn't want to lead you guys. It, we don't know who's who's literally hearing what we say and having their app open and following it suit as we say it. Uh, we don't want to lead anyone in the wrong direction by guessing. That's not what we do here. We're, we're educated betters, and we feel like now we have a uh, little bit of a platform and a, and, and a duty. And we're if we were telling you who to bet, uh, pick, besides the Capitals on Saturday, mm-hmm. Uh, we would feel like we'd be leading you astray. And that's not what we want to do. So I did want to do this just for the fuck of it. I wanted to do this eventually. And I didn't think there was a better week than, than right now. But uh, we're looking forward to a lot of the content we have coming up. From the the schoolroom to the classroom <laughs> to the schoolhouse to the quad, the gymnasium, the dormitory, and uh, and the dining hall. You know, you can And the count- co-ed showers that we had at my <laughs> college. <laughs> you can count on Brian uh for for beautiful uh, nuggets and tips and tricks he's he's the best i'm full of nuggets i had 13 of them for lunch today uh <laughs> but yeah we have we have we also have some fun we got picks coming next week we have a yes. lot of fun coming up we have um we do have some uh fan uh accompaniment coming yes we, we have some andy lack coming up we're gonna have you know in just honestly two short months we're going to have some NFL draft talk. So we're going to have some fun. But uh, I'm not going to mention the cat's name right now because I don't know when we're going to sync up. But we're going to have uh, a gentleman who's a very active, oh man, is he active on Twitter, an active better on Twitter who literally bets, he posts everything he bets. 
and he bets constantly and hates when there's nothing to bet on so much so that uh, we were talking about, well, he, he was mentioning betting on a college lacrosse game. Oh, my gosh. He just needs the action, huh? He needs the action. So we'll talk to him about that. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to get some back and forth with some folks uh, in the social media realm, and we appreciate everybody. Everybody for giving us a fucking second of their life. Absolutely. Listen to this podcast. We're really happy with the way it's uh, it's going, the, the direction this show is taking off, and uh, we look to continue to grow. So if you can tell anybody about it, give us a rating on iTunes, whatever. Uh, and if you want to be on the show, let us know. Also, any questions for Andy Lack, the golf betting guru he is, please let us know at Jump the Sharp. Shoot us a DM or just uh, hit us up on there. And we will talk to our boy. Much love, guys. Thank you so much for everything, that's the, folks. That's the Woodman, David Woody. Thank you. I'm Brian Hollywood Hagen saying thank you for being here this week. We missed you guys. Let's uh, rock and roll next week. Picks are back in one week's time. Peace out.